0: Hey, happy Friday to all. It's almost the weekend, and that means it's time for another edition of the Speaking for Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host
1: of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson. Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you, and today we are going to talk about a movie, Grace Unplugged. Um, If you've been following my podcast and my blog, you know that I mentioned this briefly um, about a year ago, or maybe even, well, not quite a year ago. Um, last February after I watched it. Um, And I said, and I was always hoping from that point to come back and review it uh, because I thought it was an excellent movie at the time. Well, I have had an opportunity to watch it a couple times this week, thanks in part to Modern Technology and the wonder of Netflix. Yes. And I still think it's an awesome movie. And uh, my co-host Adam also watched it. So we are going to have a discussion about it and tell you a little bit about it and then encourage you um, to purchase the DVD or to watch it on Netflix. I think it's also available on a number of other services too. So we'll get into our discussion. um, But right now, let's send it over to Adam for a quote of the day.
0: This actually happens to be a quote that comes from the movie. It says here, You always wanted your life to be about God. But these days, it's
1: all about you. And this is a quote from the main character's dad um, talking about the way that his daughter kind of lost her focus um, on what was really important and was more about doing the showy things, you know, just enjoying performing, but not really doing it for the right reason for God. And as we will see as, as our discussion develops, We'll see that that is a main point in the movie that is not necessarily that you're doing the wrong thing, but are you doing the right thing for the right reason? Mm-hmm. And we'll get more into that in just a moment. But first, let's hear the movie trailer for Grace Unplugged. No, no.
0: I ask you to play it, and you still just do your own thing. I have my own style. Every time we talk, it's a battle. A superstar.
1: Everyone thinks because my dad is this rock star who got saved that he's cool. He is not cool. You guys have been playing together since you were like six.
0: Grace, this is Frank Mawson. You discovered your old man back in the day. Hi. Pleasure.
1: He needs to see that I can make it on my own. Hello.
0: What do you want, Grace? I want to blow people away with my music. For once, I want to do things my way. I'll get you your shot.
1: This is amazing. We are gonna have so much fun with you. I can hardly wait. What are you gonna do? You're gonna drag her back home? Yeah, I might. She's 18 years old. You're
0: on your way, Gracie
1: Trent. She sure is now do you think you'll be there however long it takes i didn't expect it to happen like this
0: i'm interning with sapphire you and your dad played at our church a couple years ago i think it rocks that you're here i was born for this baby think about what you're doing why you're doing it running away it's not the way you want to go about it dad were you watching me what
1: i think about her
0: and everything that she could be getting into maybe she already has this book is where it shook me It was like my whole world was just flipped on its head.
1: Her manager wanted us to hook up, get some publicity shots, but tonight I am sealing the deal. This is what it feels like when you make it. it I'm sorry
0: TV punk broke your heart, but the last thing you need is a personal life. I don't think your problem is just with your dad. I think maybe you're fighting God. Just stop running. I think somewhere deep down, I just never wanted you to grow up.
1: Alright, well that is the trailer for Grace Unplugged and I'll just give you a little bit of background on the movie. You kind of picked up some of it I'm sure from the trailer but the basics are these that Grace um, is an 18 year old um, who is, they don't say if she's actually um, supposed to be in school. I'm gathering that she recently graduated because she went away Mm -hmm. uh, at a point in this movie for an extended period of time and Nobody said anything about her missing school, so my guess is that it kind of starts in the summer after she graduates, but she sings in a worship band with her father at their church. Her father is a retired um, professional singer who made a mess out of his life um, because of what stardom did to him, and he got carried away and got away from um, what was important, and so he wants to help her avoid the same thing. And they butt heads at numerous occasions early in the film. And long story short, she decides to make a demo of one of his old songs, sends it to one of his friends, who is a record executive, um, and he invites her to come down to record it. And promises to to be her manager. She spends, um, like I said, this extended period of time away from him in California, traveling from Alabama to California. And then she realizes through the course of many events throughout the movie that she needs to get things right with God and her father. And then in the end, um, they are singing together again. So that's just a brief synopsis. There's a lot here. Um, And as is always the case when we do these reviews, uh, we don't want to give away too much. But at the same time, there will be a few spoilers throughout this conversation it's the way you have to do it. So if you don't want to be spoiled, watch the movie and then come back and listen to the rest of the review. All right, Adam, you had a chance to watch this. I did. Um, And what were your general thoughts? I thought
0: for a Christian movie that was made, especially that was released in theaters and even made in Hollywood. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was, I thought it was very well, fairly well done. I like the message they had in it. Um, I like the actor's, that they that they picked sometimes i think christian movies can kind of have a little bit of a, a stereotype of having like cheesy actors or you know stuff like that that kind of comes up but this was it was actually pretty good all in all i i liked it and i thought it was um i thought it was fairly really well
1: done with what they had and i will say too that the girl that played the main character the actress aj Michaela, she's all she's actually already was already a professional musician uh she had a a duet a duo with her sister mm-hmm. um called ellie and a j because they're allison and a j so it's kind of neat to see how um this fiction kind of dealt with something she's dealt with in her real life and and how she had to learn it on a personal level to make sure that her faith stayed strong even as she was um personally uh, being carried away into stardom so to speak so that was kind of interesting positive things about this movie which is the next thing i want to talk about is just that jesus christ was glorified there's one scene where quentin who becomes one of her main friends while she's in california and later in the movie they get into a more serious relationship but One thing he says is whatever you're doing, it's not going to bring fulfillment unless you're living for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the heartbeat of Speaking for Him and the reason that we do the Speaking for Him podcast is all about, because anything that you pursue, whether it be acting, whether it be um, law or medicine or whatever you're called to do, is only fulfilling as you put God first and allow Him to do it. You know, um, I feel that God has given me an opportunity to do this podcast as an extension of a ministry that He has already given me, and I always wanted to do radio, but being able to do it as an extension of my ministry is what's really fulfilling. And to know that God brought that to fruition is, is a blessing. Um, another positive thing is that her father um, eventually acknowledges that he was partially to blame for what happened, mm-hmm. for the disintegration of their relationship. And I think it, sometimes it's, it's easy to say, well, when I had this this relationship problem, it was this person's fault. It wasn't my fault, it was their fault. But I think it really teaches a lesson, and one that I have already learned personally, is that even if I'm 20 percent at fault and the other person is eighty, if i'm it may only, it may be the only chance for reconciliation for me to be the one to go to them and make things right, and you kind of see some of that start to happen throughout the movie. Was there anything that you particularly picked up as positive thoughts? that the movie brought out.
0: I did. There was one really distinct one where as Grace is getting into the Hollywood music, LA lifestyle with getting into a record label and all that stuff, you can really tell how some people there treated her compared to family or friends at home. Like some people were guiding her this way towards, you know, fame and, and looks, but you know, other people like the, um, the, the Quentin boy that she meets when she gets to Hollywood, that they eventually get to a relationship with. Um, he was kind of more trying to point her towards God. And I think it's a good reminder to ourselves, you know, of course to treat everybody uh, lovingly, but to ask ourselves, am I around people that are pointing me in the right direction? And I think that's a big lesson that Grace learned throughout the movie. And I thought that was really cool how they pinpointed that really well.
1: Uh, and then the next thing is what are some negatives? I would say one of the big negatives is the, the way the father acts in the early part of the movie um, because he seems more concerned um, about the way she the way she is acting being something that would be in line with what he wants mm-hmm. than really realizing her potential. And like I said, thankfully, he realizes his mistake there because he said one of the, the, the key lines that's kind of a secondary thing that really sticks out as he says, Deep down, I never really wanted you to grow up. And I know that for myself, um, growing up with my parents, um, they're always very protective of us in a good way. Mm -hmm. And as we've gone into adulthood and as I've gone into adulthood, it's been very difficult at certain points for my parents to let go and say, hey, this is a decision that you can make on your own. And still to this day, sometimes it's hard. But ultimately, my parents know that they have raised me, that I have a relationship with the Lord and that I'm going to do my best to follow his leading. And so I think it really highlights the struggles that both parties have and brings them both out um, rather than than saying that one was right and the other was totally wrong. Um, just kind of shows you the the basics of interpersonal relationships. And how important it is for each side to esteem others better than themselves. So Adam, who is your favorite character in this movie?
0: Uh if I had to pick, I think it would be the uh the Quentin kid that she meets once she gets in the record label. Uh, he he's the intern there. They kinda of bump into each other, and we'll give too much away in, on what went from there, but um I liked how he was just very real in a kind of unreal atmosphere. And um, th- there's a part where uh, I think, I don't want to give away too much again, but where she's like, my mom baked two cookies and stuff like that. And just just very sweet attitude. And it was cool to see someone like that in an atmosphere where, you know, things were a lot different than where Grace had came from. And that, that kid was kind of, you know, leading her towards God. And I just thought that was cool, kind of like a breath of fresh air.
1: I, I think – I think I would have to agree with you. Um, a close second would be the character Rachel portrayed by Jamie Grace in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, it was kind of interesting to see that Jamie Grace actually is a decent actress. Yeah, you know? she did a great you job. You kind of think, well, they put, they, sometimes they put these uh, um, singers, well-known singers, into movies like this as cameos or whatever. Mm-hmm. and they hope to get people in because well jamie Grace is in this right but she really was a did a fine job in this film and she actually was not a singer in the film which i thought was interesting (laughs) sometimes sometimes there's some really bad typecasting that happens when celebrities get into movies like i think that she i mean one of shaquille o'neal's biggest movies was when he played a college basketball player so that's (laughs) not a stretch
0: right yeah that was
1: probably an easy roll. Um okay. So my least favorite character would have to be um Mossy, <laughs> who who was the manager, which is probably no big surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if if you have the same um response, but I'll go over to you in a second. But the thing about Mossy is he didn't understand the significance of the fact that um, John, that uh, Grace's father had given his whole life to God, that everything was different. Mm-hmm. He thought that he could pick up right where they left off. And it reminded me, or it reminds me of a scripture in, I believe it's, It's 1st or 2nd Peter. And it says, think it not strange um, if people... I'm paraphrasing. But basically it's saying, think it not strange if people ridicule you when they ask, you know, because they're going to ask why will you not run with us anymore? Mm -hmm. You know, when you uh, become saved, when you make a life change, uh, you need to change oftentimes your friends. Because Bad company corrupts good manners. Paul wrote that in, in I believe it was Ephesians. And I can't be more plain than that. And so he is struggling to understand what can only be understood on a spiritual level. And so I thought that was kind of significant. And he was all about selling her basically to the highest bidder mm-hmm. so that he could get money out of this situation. That's what she was to him. And that's kind of what you were alluding to earlier when you said, when you were talking about how a lot of the people there didn't really care about him. There was an image consultant too that was kind of like, well, if she's not going to work out, we'll go to the next person. You know? Yeah. So did you have any thoughts on least favorite? It's funny you
0: say Mossy cuz that's too for Mossy. <laughs> yeah. Uh same same for me too. There was a couple of parts where when she was where when Mossy was just kind of pushing her to the side her feelings or what she was going through and saying, you know, pretty much you have to do this at any cost to get to where you want to go. That advice I just wanted to be like please stop talking, <laughs> you know, kind of thing, but um yeah, that that would probably be my my least favorite character just because uh in in real life there's a lot of people I think that kind of point people in the wrong direction like that. So,
1: And Adam, we'll go to you first for this question. Okay. What do you think was the biggest lesson that you took away from the film?
0: Honestly, for me, I think it was a reminder to just put God first in everything you do. And that's in whether you want to be a musician or you want to get a degree or just get a job. Whatever it may be, even the people that you choose to be with, put God first in all of it. And when Grace does that towards the end of the film, it kind of flips things around and – that was a really cool reminder. I thought they depicted that really well in the film.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too because it could be a tendency to say, well, that was buttoned up nicely and almost too nicely because, you know, movies tend to have these ends that where everything's tied up and you tend to say, well, how realistic is that? Right. But if you remember the fact that she was going to record with her dad before she left on her, you know, prodigal journey... Mm-hmm. It's not that much of a stretch to figure out that um, that things were going to work to that direction because they were already planning to do that. What I found really interesting was that they actually started a Christian branch of the Sapphire Music. Yeah. Um, led by Quentin, so I thought that was kind <laughs> yeah. anyway, of interesting. Sorry for the spoiler, but um, but the movie's still worth watching, knowing that, mm-hmm. and I think you'll like it. There's good music in this film you know and and one of the interesting things was i think the motives and the way that you pursue things are the the most important lesson because the 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 song that she recorded that was her dad's song i actually kind of liked the song even though it was supposed to be a secular song and uh it wasn't really pointed directly to god or anything mm-hmm. i still thought it was was a uh was a pretty good song. Yeah. But the idea still was there. And even even the dad says this. If you want to go solo and you want to record this song, I don't have a problem with it. But you need to make sure that you're ready to be here. And you need to make sure that your heart is right before God. Mm -hmm. And so I I think that is so important. Because another thing that I see happening often is people will have a talent. They'll have an interest. And they'll get saved. And it seems like they think they have to totally abandon that. Now, maybe God might call you to do that, but I'm of a firm belief that we often um misrepresent God when we tell people that if they're doing something they're interested in and they're passionate about, they must not be doing God's will, and we don't usually vocalize it in that strict of terms, but we say it with the way that we act toward them and you know what we recommend to them instead of realizing that God places skills and attitudes in people and when he saves them they can use those for his glory did you have any thoughts
0: absolutely yeah i i think that's a that's a great point because at the end of the movie there like you said they kind of branched off and so many times you can use your talent for god and you know when we put him first he's going to guide us where to go to to make that happen so i think that's that's a, a great point about the movie that yeah just put god first it'll be all right
1: all right. Well, this has been our review of Grace Unplugged. It might be a great uh, DVD or if you have Netflix, to bring it up on Netflix. Even tonight, um, To ha- a lot of people have Friday video nights. That's true. So uh, watching it with your family and, and discussing it, um, I will say, even though it's tastefully done, uh, very tastefully done, there are some adult themes and some things that are brought up that are more adult. In nature. Uh, so, nothing offensive, but it, it, be prepared to have discussions with your children, especially if they are younger teens or um, before their teens, but definitely worth seeing and having a family discussion about. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that this review has been beneficial to you. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the Speaking for Him podcast. They will continue to keep us in prayer as we plan um, more podcasts and great content for you and that you will share it with your family and friends. Make sure to like us on iTunes and Stitcher and you can follow Speaking for Him on Twitter and Facebook as well. Uh, All that being said, I hope that you have a great weekend. Um, This is your host, Andrew Gommerson. On behalf of my co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt, I urge you to keep serving the best of Master.